Welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. I'm Jay Late Night Larson. And I'm Lyndon Chalky Cabellion. In each episode, we will be talking to different surfers and surf shops to learn more about them and their passion for surfing. We will be diving deep into their experiences as well as their involvement and contributions to their local communities. Be sure to check out our website and Instagram feed for updates on future shows. Thank you for your support and we look forward to sharing these great stories with you. There is a saying that you don't stop playing when you grow old, but rather you grow old when you stop playing. Iconic Life is an adventure-driven company that seeks to embrace life to the fullest and to never stop playing. Check out their natural hemp CBD products that help those that believe in that philosophy. Check out Iconic.com. Spelled I-K-A-N-I-K. Again, Iconic.com. Or on their Instagram at Iconic Life. Bonsai balls! They only use real Asahi, not like all those other imitators using sorbet full of sugar. Yuck! They also get their honey from a and bee pollen from a bee farm. Healthy and delicious. No processed honey. What also makes them amazing is that they roast and make their own peanut butter. Damn! They've got seven locations and download the Bonsai Bowl app to skip the line. Skip the line. Order ahead. Bonsai Bowl. Healthy, delicious. Ashland. Hard seltzer. Crafted in San Diego. It's an adult beverage built for all walks of life. Bro, you've had it. I've had it. It's delicious. It is so good. It's refreshing. Only 100 calories. All organic. No sugar. Also gluten-free with 0.0 carbs. Hashtag enjoy cold Ashland hard seltzer. Also supported by Octopus, the massive corporate juggernaut. Octopus, making stuff for people who actually surf. Clearweather is a family-owned footwear brand started by our friends Josh and Brandon Brubaker. They are driven to create their own path in the corporate sneaker world. Less corporate, more independent. Clearweather. Clearweatherbrand.com. Shade Sunscreen. The best sunscreen for all surfers. Shade Sunscreen. It's been around since the sun. Shade Shade. Sunscreen. Friends and family, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> this week we got take two. Part do. Part, part do. With uh, Logan. Logan Doolian. Chucky. Come on. Doolian. Yeah. And uh, a little background. Logan, been in industry forever, surfer, team manager, music manager for Mickey Avalon, right? Tour manager, whatever, everything. Babysitter. Babysitter. Extraordinary. Did you mention Rivka? Rivka, yeah. Rivka. Yeah, and (laughs) the man behind the Snap series. One, two, three. And the reason why we're back with Logan, Chucky Doolian, is... The big premiere is in two weeks. Snap four. The most anticipated surf movie ever. 
Yeah. Right? If that's what they say, I'll run with it. Yeah. Oh, dude. I can't claim so, that. But. Just, a, just a little background on, on the difference between the previous movies, which were, were just, you know, music segmented, athlete segmented, like, you know, great, incredible surfing and movies. This one is the guys, the athletes have control of their kind their of sections. Yeah, but to, to an extent as far as... I'm working with each guy. I'm basically yeah. on the sideline working with each guy to try to make their part the best part possible. Yeah. So whether it's coordinating trips, working with their filmers, yeah. deciding who's going to edit their part. Certain guys like Mason obviously put out their, you know, their, his their crazy content. shit yeah. every week. Yeah. So Mason obviously is going to do his own edit. Certain guys that edit really well that, that I don't have to worry about. Obviously, they have the, the choice to edit the, the movie themselves. And some guys on tour, and then, somebody. And then other guys, schedule. like for instance, like uh, Asher Pacey or Jack Robinson, guys I, I, I'm doing a lot of B roll and stuff with. We brought their edits in house, and myself and Change for Balance edited their parts. And we ended up actually doing at least half the movie in house. So there's a few guys, yeah. uh, say Mason, um, let's see, Mason, Baron Mamiya, Ian Crane, um, those guys edited their parts themselves. They wow. actually edited it. So yeah. Baron edits, Ian yeah. edits, and obviously Sick. Mason edits. And, and the reason why they're trying to make their edits the best edit which is any film that they have is because... is because now there's money up for grabs. So obviously the concept was because it's so hard to ask guys to keep their best shit off the internet. Yeah. I came up with the concept of I've always been fairly good at raising money through sponsorships yeah. for the production of the movie. And this time I figured, let's take the money that I raise from the sponsors and let's just throw it in the bag and let's let these guys battle for the best section. And it started out as 40 grand for first place. Yeah. And then I uh, got more sponsor money and it bumped to 60. Yeah. And then got more sponsor money and then we got it up to 100,000. So now it's 50,000 for first, 20,000 for second, 10,000 for third. 10,000 for the best barrel presented by Bonsai Bowl, who I know is one of the Shout out to Joe. Yeah, Bonsai Bart. And then there's 10,000 for the monster maneuver of the movie, which is presented by Monster Energy. Yeah. And so that's 100,000 total. The judges are Mick Fanning, Taj Barreau, and Bobby Martinez. Awesome. That's, that's a great mix wow. right there. So there's no bullshit like politics as far as the public voting. Yeah, you know, that stuff, and it's not like I get to have a say. Yep, right. You know, I work with these guys to make their parts the best possible. Yeah, and at that point, it's up to Bobby, Mick, and Taj, who will each throw a score at each section, and just like a heat, we'll tally the scores, and whoever has the highest heat total, highest section total, yeah. wins. I I love the concept. I love I love this, and I think this is going to be first of many. I, I believe because yeah, it really truly highlights those that are invested in themselves, or you know, and it's not through, you know, a third third party like a sponsor or you know, uh, somebody putting the movie together. You yeah. know, like it's there's totally, no there's no initiative or hidden agenda. Yeah, like yeah. this this is truly by. Surfers. And, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely to me. I feel like yeah, we've got sponsors, right? But they throw the money in, and then that's it. Yeah, they're not in control of any creative aspect of it at all. Yeah. So to me, I feel like this is a very core indie surf movie. Yeah. yeah. And we've we've interviewed guys like Machado Taylor. and Taylor Knox and Ross and everybody that has you know those Taylor still and how competitive it was. It's like yeah, we did the tour and we were trying to out and win event hiring. With Indeed, your search is over. 
If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. But it was, you know, the, 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 yeah. the, how to one up and have the best part was equally as important as having a world title or the, winning a, a pipe master. They, they really cared. Yeah, they and battled. They battled. And, and, and same with these guys. But yeah. at the same time, too, like I know for a fact, we've all talked about it. These guys want each other. To have a gnarly sec, have a gnarly no, section each other because cohesively together, that's what can make this movie historic or iconic or as good as it could possibly be. Yeah. And so if one guy has a gnarly section and the other guy's sections are blown, yeah, it's not going to make it a good movie. But if every guy has a nut section, yeah. cohesively together, that could translate into a, a very you know impactful surf movie. Yeah. Can we can we talk about other subjects before we complete? talking about snap four because i want snap four to be like the crescendo of this of this well, episode we're on, we're on late night with chalky we get to talk about whatever you guys want so <laughs> you guys steer the ship i'm just along for the ride so yeah you hear that first off i'm captain the the what you just did for that young man from costa rica yeah. dariel melendez dariel melendez davila 20 yeah. 22 year old from the caribbean of costa rica who uh was held up um, at 11 years old, he tried to flee from the thief, and long story short, he was hit by a train trying to get away from the the robber and um, lost his leg at 11 years old, and eventually learned how to surf with one leg. And he's he's gnarly. He rips, gets barreled, and um, he just started following Snap Four, and I started seeing his stuff. And obviously, I spent a lot of time down in Costa Rica. Yeah. We had a lot of mutual friends, so we ended up becoming friends and meeting. And um, when did you meet him last year? Uh, during the making of Snap Four. Okay. Yeah, it was basically about a year ago. And he, at one point, said like, "Hey, I I want to come out and do." He asked me like, "Hey, do you think you could help manage me?" And uh, at this point in my career, where I'm at, I'm over the management part. Yeah. Uh, you know, You're busy. I, I, Your as far as not only that is like. If these guys need help, and I've helped put a few together to go, like with Mason and Bonsai Bowl, or, you know, um, helped Jack out at one point before he got his new manager, and I've, I've always helped do Asher Pacey stuff. But at this point, I'm not looking out for 10% commissions and that type of shit. I just want to help my friends. Yeah. So I told them, no, I will not be your manager, but I will be your friend. Yeah. And you tell me I'll what you want to do. You with the right and, people. And, and I'm going to do my best to help you out because you deserve it. And he's like, I want to do the Adaptive Surfing Championships. Can you help do a GoFundMe to get me to Oceanside? And I was like, dude, if I'm helping you do a GoFundMe, yeah. I'm going to help you do one for a lot more. Yeah. Than surfing in the adaptive surfing championships yeah. and more than a round ticket to ocean <laughs> side. Yeah, you need you need more help than just that. To, yeah, to... and and that's where through friends and my Instagram, um, 
This prosthetic leg specialist named Rusty Molina from Advanced Kinetics, um, I got in touch with him. He saw Daryl's story. Yeah. He, he has a practice here in Newport, Palm Springs, and up in L.A. And uh, I, I saw his background and saw he was legit. And he said, basically, dude, I would love to be involved um, and help him. He's like, I will waive all my stuff. All you got to do is raise the money for the hard costs. Yep. I asked him, you know, how much is that? He said low end 15, high end 20. I said, no worries. I'm going to get him 25. That'll include his travel and all that stuff. Yeah. And, um, and that's a cu- custom molded. Custom molded. Top of the line. Top leg. of the line. Titanium prosthetic leg. He's never had one. And he doesn't expect this. And, and No, and he's not expecting any of this. Yeah. So so at that point, I think, hey, I'm going to fly down there. I'm going to yep. break him the news. I stopped. Before I went down there, I got on the phone with uh, Pat Tenori. And I said, hey, look, I'm about to do this thing with this kid. Yeah. Uh, I, I really wanted to fly the Ruka flag and be a great ambassador for the brand. We're about to do some special stuff with him. And Pat didn't even blink. He's like, I think he was kind of thrown off too, you know, like, whoa, you're going to just help this kid out. And yeah. so yeah. that's really cool. Of course, we're behind it, you know. Yeah, so yeah. they got me a huge box of clothes. Seems like you got a good control over uh, Pat. No, you, should, no. you should tell him to get on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you should tell him to sponsor me. <laughs> you that too. <laughs> the day he goes on a podcast will be a victory in itself. You know? no but that's kidding, what's dude. so cool about Pat. You know, he keeps it kind of mysterious as far as, yeah. you know, and the day he does go on a podcast, I'm sure everyone's going to listen because he's got such a crazy story. Crazy. You know? Um, but So you hooked him up with so, some Ruka. So, so, so I got him a box of, of stuff from Ruka and the stickers and the whole deal. And then before I left, I hit up Jack Robinson, who's obviously just got a plethora of boards from all these brands. Yeah. And um, I was like, hey, Jack, can, can we you? get a board? I want to fly also down with this with, with a board for him as well as this box yeah. of clothes. And he's like, yeah, no worries. Here, here's a Did brand. you have to go through Salmon Boy first to get one of Jack's boards? <laughs> no, no, no. Board? no, no, no. <laughs> but, but, uh, Salmon Boy comes into the picture too. But but uh, basically, Jack gave me a brand new Merrick for him. Awesome. And, um, I loaded it up. I got on the plane. Yeah. Flew down there. I had someone filming. I was about to tell him, to him, I was telling him, hey, I'm about to, uh, like, Let's go over your Oceanside Adaptive Surfing Championship contest. So he thought that's why I was there. Yeah. Um, you know, and yeah. then and he's sitting there, and then I came out with the box of clothes, and dude, he's literally like, he just couldn't even believe it. I mean, it, it was like nothing you've even seen on Christmas or something when it so gets to him. blown I mean, away like, and yeah, surprised. just like the shirt and the stickers and him. To me, to be honest, I think the Ruka stuff meant more to him than. The board. Possibly the board of the leg. So I bust the clothes out. He's tripping. We have it all on video. And then I bust out the Jack Robinson Merrick for him. Oh. And, and then um, he's just blown away. And I said, hey, we got one last thing. We got a FaceTime right now with one of the top le- uh, prosthetic leg specialists. And um, I'm so glad you recorded that and, and filmed it. Not, not you know, just... As a because special moment. As a special yeah. moment, yeah. and and that's so inspiring to like. I'm you getting know. choked up. I know. And, and, yeah, and it. and so like when I was telling people about it, like Salmon Boy, you know, Salmon Boy is like, dude, like, yeah, you're gonna make me cry. Yeah, you know, like he was tripping, and for me, I just had my beamers on. As far as like, I was trying to not yeah. emotionally get you know attached to what I was doing. I just kind of had my blinders on. Yeah. I was just ready to like, dude, let's get this done for this kid. And we had a great FaceTime with um, Rusty Molina, the prosthetic leg specialist, and then. He just said, you know, well, Logan, like twenty five thousand is a lot of money. I said, no, I know, but next week I'm flying. Uh, you know, I'm gonna fly home in a day or two, and I'm gonna start it next week. And you give me one week, and I'm gonna rally the whole surf industry, and we're gonna get you that money in a week. I promise yeah. you, I'm yeah. not gonna let you down. Yeah. Don't worry. And uh, came home, and we did it. And I was, uh, 
had to go to my aunt's funeral, which is in Colorado. We had like a 15-hour road trip. Oh, my God. And so I launched the, the GoFundMe as we were getting on the freeway. Yeah. It was about a three-day road trip. And kind of sure. in my head, I was just thinking much by the time I get there, You'll maybe there. maybe we'll be halfway there or whatever. But I knew, too, my aunt had just passed away. She was a super kind lady, and I knew, like, she'd be really proud of what I was doing. For sure. You, you know? So, dude, it, it was crazy. And, and every day, the first day, we did 10000 Wow. The second day we did ten thousand, and in the process, the funny thing is, the second day that we did it, so it's about thirty six hours into it. That day, he got the best barrel of his life. That and left the was right. It? Oh, the right. Okay, because I saw a couple sick, of clips. Sick in yeah. and out barrel, legit Playa Hermosa, sick barrel on Jack's board, and um, and then I got the clip, and the next thing you know, Surfline and Stabbing everyone wanted the clip. And so they all started pumping it up, and yeah. that clip also like helped what ammo perfect up. Perfect timing. God yeah, like so he ends up getting the best barrel of his life during the GoFundMe. Yeah. And um, and then on the third day, as we're you know on the home stretch to, to Colorado, we're five grand away, and I yeah. get to, to we get to Colorado, and we're at twenty three thousand. And I think, man, well, we got here and we're close and we're going to get it because yeah. we're only two grand away and it's yeah. only been two and a half days. You're, you're you at know? day three. Yes. We're, we're, yeah, we're not even at the full day three yet. Yeah. And then at that point, we check in and put all the stuff away. I got my two daughters, just me, my 10-year-old, and my 12-year-old <laughs> because my wife got sick. So I sent her home. Oh. Um, she didn't go to high altitudes. Yeah. Even worse. Yeah. You know? And um, so I ended up turning into like a rad road trip with just me and my daughters, yeah. which never happens, which was really cool. And the whole time they kept checking the GoFundMe. Dad, yeah. we're at 18,000. Dad, we're at 19 and a half. That's you so know, happy. Dad, we're at 20, you know? So we were rooting the, the whole way and I'm getting everyone, Salmon Boy, and I'm reaching out to all the pro servers and everyone, Mason and Jack and yeah, everyone just pumping, just, pumping, yeah. pumping it up, you know, and everyone's getting behind it. And the hour that I got there, we're at 23 grand. And next, you know, I look on it and some random guy donated the last $2,000. So within the first hour we got to Colorado, it was done. It was done. We hit the finish line. And, and, and then it ended up exceeding that. And yeah. I think we almost raised him 28,000. And um, so he's out here now. He's out here now. Dude, that's such a incredible story yeah and he's got the red carpet like the guy pat and rook and those guys have like given him just the, the full you know vip treatment up there as far yeah. as like full brand new wardrobe custom wetsuits they're teaching him self-defense classes with his crutches i saw that <laughs> tenori's like yeah you just come around and he's like nunchucks over there I was like, like, pat's learning to sing from this guy i think eric paulson and it has to do with like knives and sticks yeah. so when he came in with his crutches instantly pat was like yeah, I'm going to teach you self-defense with these, you know? And at first he thought Pat was joking. Yeah. And, uh, and then he all of a sudden realized, he's like, yeah. this guy's dead serious, you oh, know? No, and then they're sure. like, hey, hey, you got to come back in. So he's been going in multiple times and, and they've been teaching him, you know, um, th that stuff and the jujitsu. Yeah, because, I mean, he got robbed as a kid and, like, you know, you live in, you know, not that... Costa Rica is any more dangerous than anywhere else in the world. You the, know? Caribbean but, side, the Caribbean side definitely is the most but, dangerous part of the country. But I'm saying, you know, yeah. you're... you're, you're a, a sight for sore eyes for for a robber because you're like you know yeah, oh, you're, you're there's an easy hit yeah you know 100%. so if, if you got anything and you wouldn't expect to have somebody that knows what to do with some some crutches but 100 yeah, so yeah so he's, he's out here training. he's getting training he's got the new wardrobe custom wetsuits uh joanna the frog house like custom cut his like his the part of his leg of his wetsuit it, so sew that it and sewed it so it made it legit she's so and awesome yeah she's the best so shout out to joanna the frog house yeah that's wetsuit repairs in the game for the, three the, decades, yeah. 30, the very years. few people around that yep. are doing wetsuit repairs, and, and then um, 
And then, to you know, Jack Robinson's picking him up and taking him surfing. Mason stopped by yesterday to meet with him. Um, he surfs in the Adaptive Surfing Championships in Oceanside this weekend, which is originally all he wanted. Yeah. And then next week, we surprise him with a trip to Waco. And we got, I think, Dustin Bark is coming, Jack Robinson, Cheeto Rivera is coming. We got a pretty pretty rad crew. He has no clue. We're taking him to the airport, and he thinks he's going to Santa Cruz. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Dude. And then next thing you know... You've gone have, way above and beyond... Uh, and the day he gets back, he goes to Palm Springs, yeah. and he works with Rusty Molina, um, and they mold his leg for a week, and he gets dropped off here for the world premiere. We'll bring him on stage as the, the, the guest of honor, and they, everyone gets to see him with his new prosthetic leg, and um, hopefully, you know, have the crowd cheering for him, because a lot of the people in the crowd are the yeah. ones that supported this, Yeah, yeah. you know, so... Um, after that, you know, the next day or two, he heads home, and that's his month in Dude. America. Well, we're in the eleventh hour of this movie premiere. It's going to be coming up, and, and you have time to carve out a your, your Saturday yeah. night. Saturday night, nine twenty-five. Sea legs at the beach. Sea legs at the beach. Yeah. But you know, what time does it start? Uh, doors are at five thirty. I'm pretty sure Nicotina is going to go on probably around seven thirty, and I'm guessing the movie would start around like eight fifteen, eight thirty. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. And that's a killer venue for anybody that hasn't ever been to yes. Sea Legs at the Beach. Especially yeah. during COVID. Yeah. Um, obviously, we love the event we had for Snap 3 at the Observatory. But with COVID and the Delta variant and just everything going on, the safest bet was for us to go outside. Not awesome. to mention, too, this is during the week and the weekend of the U.S. Open. Yeah. So to have a venue that close to the yeah. event. Outdoors. Outdoors. People can e-bike from the event. Yeah, and it, you know, <laughs> people can e-bike. They can Uber. They can walk. You know, whatever. And uh, we just feel like it's 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 um a, like a comforting thing with everything going on right now. If it was indoor, I think some yeah. people would be a little more hesitant because, you know, to be honest, I think you're looking at um, at least fifteen hundred people yeah. being there. You know, yeah. which, which is definitely a, a public gathering. Yeah, <laughs> we can't wait. So the last time we had you on was. Yeah. Pre-COVID, pretty much like, like two weeks before. So yeah, yeah. I was just I was looking Seems back like another lifetime. I was looking back on like a document, and I think it was uh, I don't even know when this was said, but it says twenty twenty, and I think it was like early Fe March or like February. Yeah, February, yeah, February. Yeah. yeah. So and our whole world is become so different yeah we were gonna we thought the premiere would be coming summer you, you of 2020 august, right yeah we were having it i think it was august 8 2020 right at, at, the, the, observato US Open. at yeah. the observatory yeah you know and um i was just been a whirlwind since i mean obviously we had the ultimate hall pass to throw in the towel and just be like hey this is not the time yeah. to be making a surf movie um and at that point to me it was like just kind of, I don't know, in a weird place, intrigued by the fact that, like, hey, now it's almost become Mission Impossible. With travel restrictions and the world shutting down and all the companies furloughing and marketing budgets getting frozen and people getting dropped and losing their contracts and everything just kind of going to shit, Yeah, right? You know? And it's like, hey, this is the time where you sit at home, you hang with your family, and you just bury down the hatchet and just kind of hope for the best, you know? And for me, I was like, fuck that. Yeah. We're going all out. Like, you know what I mean? I don't care if, if the hell freezes over at this point. I'm making Snap 4. Yeah. You know, we just scored in the Caribbean. It's just getting delayed. It's yeah. not getting canceled. Yeah, we're just like... And we didn't know because, you know, they're saying originally, like, hey, we're just doing a two-week lockdown yeah. or whatever. And we're just going to... We got yeah. we to flat, flat, flatten, flatten the curve. Flatten the curve, right? Yeah. So, you know, we got that whole thing. So no one really knew. But as we started going into 
March and April and then May, then you knew I started you had thinking. Push. I started thinking. Damn, you, you know the the reality here is if we are gonna do a movie, we're gonna have to push it back. And I had done a really big deal with uh, Fuser, the video game that yeah. became the presenting title for the for the movie. Yep. And that's the creators of um, Guitar Hero. It's NC Soft. Oh, wow. They're huge. Yeah. And obviously they had an opportunity to completely kick out because we couldn't give them the world premiere party at the U.S. Open last summer. Yeah. And instead, Ron Eagle, uh, who's in charge of the marketing there, and a buddy of mine, Brad Smith, were able to work out digital deliverables. Um, They were launching their Instagram, and I was like, hey, look, we can push your Instagram. I can assure you being, being creative, having access to all the guys in the movie, like, yeah, as things started to open up a little bit, we're going to the wave pool. I said, look, we'll do one giveaway for someone to come to Waco with the whole crew from Snap 4 when we go to film. And I had every guy in the movie post it, and basically all they had to do to enter was follow Fuser Game. Wow. And um, I think we got them 30,000 followers in like 12 days. Like, And these are... This is a demographic of follower, you know, yeah. like specific. This who is like, target. yeah, who their target, real what they want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and like, as soon as we did that, yeah, they were like, which is way more valuable. Logan than, is such a fucking entrepreneur, and his mind works way. He knows how to connect the dots. He knows how to connect the dots, but go around obstacles like yeah. no other. You yeah, know, well, I, mean, I mean, you know, I always looked up to Ferris Bueller. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he always pulled it off. Always pulled yeah. it off. Always pulled it off. So, so I mean, look, I think it's just, fuck, you get thrown a lot of curveballs. And yeah. a lot of people end up taking those curveballs and just being like, fuck, I'm Using out. I can't, I can't, I can't or, do this. You know what I mean? Up. And I kind of get intrigued by the curveball. Um, and and have figured out solver. figured out ways to maybe take that curveball and no matter which way you swing the bat, you know, you're well, like, hey, I'm gonna knock this thing out the fuck. Yeah, you've part, obviously you know? you know had a, a a bunch of roadblocks and hurdles to get through for this movie, and 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 we're getting close to the, yeah. the premiere, and it's even bigger and better than what you initially thought. So just yeah. like yeah, I mean like last night we we just had to change venues. So originally it was at Sea Salt, and now. Just for it's the just record, smaller, it, right? it, it's just a smaller venue because of, of pre-sale tickets and the, the hype and the expectations and kind of the buzz going around town. Yeah. Um, they want it at their larger venue, which is Sea Legs, which yeah. is down the street. Yeah. And it's a bigger venue. So um, I think, you know, we were very close to a sellout three weeks early. Yeah. And now with us moving the venue, we just opened up an extra 500 tickets. Wow. So, um, and I think those from the report I just got about an hour or two ago are already going Get them very fast. So, so going back, we were seeing B rolls of dudes. Tell us about, remind the guys what they're gonna see. Like, was it Luke Davis? Uh, was it no? Well, uh, well, I think Seth Moniz. Okay, so yeah, big razor or silver. Yeah, well, it wasn't Molly. silverbacks. It was, a, it was a different wave in the Caribbean that that we kind of. Uh, I want to say found. we found because people saw the way, but no one wanted a piece of it, you yeah. know. And uh, my buddy just said, "Hey, if you're gonna bring guys, make sure they got balls because like the people can see this wave, but it's just no one wants a fucking piece of it." You yeah. Know? And then this swell that came in was, I guess, like kind of the swell of the decade. Yeah. You know. And at that point, um, I hit up Benji Brand. You know, gotta, he's got to be yeah. one of the biggest psychopaths in the world. And then Seth Moniz, who's, you know, he's going to go. You know, he's going to go. And together, 
They saw the forecast. I sent them a clip of the wave empty, and honestly, the clip that I sent them to the wave did not look surfable. But to them, yeah, they were fucking intrigued by it. They yeah. loved the fact that it, the thing looked death-defying, kind of, you know. And yeah. they didn't even flinch, dude. They they booked their flights, and we made it happen. And they were scoring right off the plane, and then um, they surfed this left that that kind of looks like G Land almost when it's doing its thing. Yeah, you'll see it in the movie, and. Uh, and then they kind of waited for the swell to taper down a bit, and they kept checking out the right, and they knew, like, fuck, this thing's heavy. And, and dude, it, you know, it sent three people to the hospital. Like, Charlie wow. Coon fucking almost died. Like, oh Charlie Coon? Charlie Coon. I mean, you know, he's old, but he yeah. still yeah. charges, dude. Yeah, like, dang. He, he's in, in amazing shape, surfs every day, gets barreled off his head. The, guy, the guy's fit. Yeah. And, um, dude, he got absolutely sculpted by, by the set of the day. That's what's heavy about the wave is he actually made his wave. And usually, you know, if you make a wave at a slab, yeah. if you make a wave, you're usually good, right? Yeah. But this place, the, the channel's so narrow, it's like the size of a car and one, and a bigger one swing wide. And he had absolutely nowhere to go. And uh, it was, he just, there was just nowhere to go but the reef. And it, and it just sent him head first down. And he just got bloodied. And, and you'll see a clip of it in the movie. Yeah. You'll see how bloody he is. Oh, man. And I think he was out of the water for probably like two months. Oof. Um, and his whole head is just completely covered in blood. And uh, one of the one of the guys from down in Costa Rica tried to shoot in the water. He almost drowned. They found him about four or five minutes later. They couldn't find him for five minutes. Um, people got fucking smoked. It yeah. was the real deal. But, you know, the crazy cool part about it now is they, the swells haven't been as big but we've kept our eye on that spot ever since and guys are surfing it now the yeah. locals yeah. in Costa Rica are on it and they haven't gotten it like that day yet yeah. but they're charging and now that's their new box that's their new back door yeah. that's the wave that they're kind Somebody of just had to show honing the down on so when they do travel to Hawaii or they do go elsewhere like you know they're going to be more ready I mean you, you hear about those stories about Chopu back in the day too like oh there's this wave the end of the road yeah. end of the road and, and it was you know finally a couple boogie boarders I think were the first to tackle it you yeah. know and then they're like realizing like oh you could surf this but yeah. like and that was the thing. Same thing. A few bodyboarders yeah. would have a go at the spot. Yeah. You know? But, man, they were so stoked to have guys actually come and try. And when it was Seth and Benji and those guys were just sending it, like, those guys will be heroes down there forever. Yeah. That, that trip, you know, I think will be um, historic for those guys down in Costa Rica. Yeah. I think they're always welcome down there. Yeah. They're so respectful and cool, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it wasn't like I just sent those guys in. I sent them there to be with the locals yeah and um, they which got is so important to go anywhere and be respectful but also like we talked about how you know you you put a good wave you know along the coast or in an area and how how it it really you know infuses money into that community you yeah. know and and help take care of the locals just because of surf you know they n never have had those you know. people roll through yeah you know and it does it does well for the community in the town it brings tourism in and yeah you know um Fuck, I think Nick Von Rupp and um, I know Ethan Osborne went and, and, you know, Luke Davis has been keeping an eye on it. Like, people are going to be going down there, yeah. I think, for years to come. Yeah. And it's crazy the silver lining in the, in the pandemic is it kept places a little bit more uncrowded, but at the same time, the waves were pumping 
Yeah. In certain areas like Bali and Well, I mean, like Francis said, the, the, the best thing we had going was when it was time to kind of make a decision. And after the Caribbean trip, I just knew there's no way I'm quitting this yeah. movie. There's yeah. just no way. And at that point, when everything had kind of frozen over and everyone was stuck at home, Jack Robinson stuck in WA with nobody there. And for the first time in his career, since he's been like seven or eight years old, he's got no contest now. Yeah. And all he had was free time Months at to home. just film. Yeah. And that right there was what kept the ball rolling. So, you know, as much as things froze for us, we kept having these small little victories and like making over these hurdles that kept the momentum going even through the fucking darkest parts of the pandemic. Yeah. And next thing you know, I'm getting sent these clips of Jack and I'm just like, fuck, somehow we're fucking still on a roll here. We're, we're yeah. still going, you know? I bet everyone's emailing you, texting you, saying, dude, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And you're like, we're fucking doing it. Yeah. Well, you know, I, it might not be August, it'll, but we're fucking doing yeah, it. Yeah, 100%, 100%. And I was just saying, too, like, hey, you know what? I got 40 right now, but I got a big meeting with this video game company, and if I lock in this deal with them, dude, the purse is going up, and I'm, I'm not going to stop. And to me, 100000 has a great ring to it. So yeah. even when I got to sixty, I wasn't like, okay, we're at sixty, we're cool. I'm like, no, no I'm gonna keep going. You yeah. know, why, why, why put a cap and, on and, it? And, you know? and I want to cap at a hundred because if we did five, I'll, you know, maybe I, I strive for for a quarter mil. You, yeah. you know what I mean? But a hundred, hundred was obviously the goal that I wanted to get to. Yeah. And so as obviously things were escalating with the movie, so was the purse. Yeah. You know, and that, that obviously is dangling the carrot for these guys an extra incentive for them to go hard. Well, I know a couple of the the surfers in the movie and. I mean, I don't know if it's you got the not, heaviest of the but the new school. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 as far as like traveling restraints and and certain countries not letting you in, there's a couple guys on this list that I I ran into here, and they were going to Indo when nobody was able to go to Indo, and they worked some parameters on getting to Indo. Yeah, well, yeah. So I mean, and and honestly too, I'll 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 keep it completely transparent. I had been hearing about these kind of like black market visas into Indo. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was just finger on the pulse the whole time. And then I got wind of Kalohe and them going yeah. for what it ended up being their movie Reckless Isolation. Yeah. You know? And I wasn't ready to be the guinea pig and send these guys first. But as soon as I knew that Kalohe and Crane and all those guys got through... You know, I was. I, I, I called. I got the crew together. It was Seth Moniz, Josh Moniz, Zeke Lau, Baron Ramia, and I was like, "Hey, we're on." And then, I, and then I did all the groundwork. And next thing you know, I'm fucking at the Indonesian consulate in the alley with cash, <laughs> fucking buying basically like black market fucking visas yeah. from the consulate. Yeah, it, it, in the alley, you know. Yeah. And, um, and uh, money talks. And then, and then I had a buddy who owned a laboratory because at that time too, there was another trick was with the. You had to have a PCR test, which yeah. at that point took like, I don't know, four or five days. But the PCR test had to be within three days of travel. Uh -huh. So you had to have like an in with a lab. So I ended up doing it with um, Larry Gunther, yeah. Tyler's dad. Ended up hooking us up. Yeah. And I got these guys into the lab. So it was just these constant little hurdles and it was just checking lists. And, you know, by the time they got there, the, the crazy swell that that brother and all them scored, yeah. that had passed. But there was still a lot of rippable ways. And for me, it kind of worked out because, look, Indo's insane. And what you saw, the green bush, that stuff of Nick Von Ruppel. Oh, those guys are psycho, right? But when you're sending Hawaiians out there, for me personally, what I wanted was performance. Yeah. yeah. You know, I wanted them at macaronis. I wanted them at that stuff. Because yeah. when the guys are from Hawaii, it's going to be hard to outdo their barrels at yeah. backdoor and pipe. Right. But I wanted them on performance ways. So it kind of worked out good because... Yeah. 
I wasn't worried about the Hawaiians getting barreled because they yeah. do that on their home court. Yeah, yeah. you know that's and, a that's a that's a great analogy and like and a way to look at it because yeah, these guys, their their whole section can't just be barrels at no. pipe and back door no. and all the Hawaii heavies. They need they need to performance. Balance. Yeah, they need you know. So like I know I remember turns. I was talking to Ian Crane and he's he he was like, how did they do? And I'm like, oh, they didn't do like you guys did, but I'm actually okay with it because. Um, I, I think right now what these guys need from Hawaii is they need performance stuff. They need turns. They need errors yeah. and that stuff. And uh, those like, kids are so gnarly. Yeah. Like <laughs> Z, Z, or, uh, Zeke Lau and uh, Baron. Baron. Baron's. Yeah. I mean, dude, he, he's was Eli Hanneman part of that group? Too? No, no, okay. Eli Hanneman wasn't on that group. He was in Indo. He ended up creeping through. I think with Kelly. Yeah. Or he mm-hmm. same flight maybe or something. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, yeah. I heard Kelly got through with out with like an antigen, like with the wrong COVID test, and they still let him through. It's Kelly, he's, the goat. he's yeah. just the goat, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? But I, there's all these funny stories about everyone getting through, and everyone had their own story. And I heard Eli, something happened with Eli, and yeah, and uh, they ended up sending him to a hotel. Kelly, room. Kelly probably had the, like the Indo president on, like yeah. Well, well there's well, a guy I won't drop his name, but yeah. he's in charge of everyone getting through. Yeah, you know, and for an extra hundred bucks a person, he would meet you at the airport. And I feel like he had a lot of people Pop. that worked in at the Jakarta airport under retainer. Oh, man. You know? And, we got to uh, meet that guy. <laughs> I mean, and, and actually... He's probably my uncle. <laughs> and and I, I actually got one funny story about Aton. Ethan Osborne came through, and he didn't really know that these were kind of like these stealth visas, you know? Yeah. And so when he's coming in, and they're like, hey, uh, you know, what are you here for? And he's like, oh, I, I bought this visa through so-and-so. I'm not going to oh, say no. the guy's name. And they're like, what? You're... You're going to quarantine, you know? And then he calls me and he's like, hey, Chucky, I think I fucked up. I think I, you know, he's like, dude, they're sending me to the hotel. He's like, I'm not going. I'll fly home, you know? And then I'm like, hey, did you call so-and-so? And then next thing you know, he's on the phone with me and he's like, hey, Logan, your your, your boy blew it. Like, he almost blew my whole cover. You need to tell him to go to the hotel and wait down at the restaurant. I'm having someone pick him up right now. Wow. Tell him, don't ever do this again. Don't ever say my, you know, I was gnarly. And then, but the guy saved the day just like he did with everyone else. Yeah. I mean, How crazy is this story? It's like a drug deal. Yeah. yeah. But, but it's, it's just, just like, like go surf. Just to go surf. <laughs> and then he ended up getting picked up at the hotel restaurant downstairs and was escorted all the way through the domestic terminal to get to, get to Bali. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just. It's just insane it's, the stories yeah. I feel. You Money know, talks. I know, <laughs> but but it, it, it's like but it you said. It's not, the it drug. De- the there's no drug deal. It's to go surf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but which surfing's a drug on its own. You know. So, so oh, go ahead. No, no. So it's just yeah. These stories. Like I think you. All, I mean, dude. I'll remember being in the alley of the Indonesian concert trying to get these guys in there. You know, hot on Kalohe and those guys trail because I was like, no way, those guys can't be in there just yeah. scoring. Like I'm making a movie. I need these. I need my guys there too. Yeah. You know. Was there so was there trips? Um, canceled like already pre-lined from you know that march through yeah yeah so basically a lot of the guys were supposed to go from the the wqs in australia and head over to indo Uh and finish their parts wow and obviously all of them just came home yeah and wqs was on hold for fucking months yeah the rest of the year yeah thrown off you know so i think after manly it it was done um so yeah like at that point everyone from america Ian Crane, Parker Coffin, Ethan Osborne, all those guys, it was done for them. They were stuck here for a while. The closest thing they got to a wave pool is when when I was able to get us at the Palm Springs wave pool. Yeah. yeah. You know? I was going to ask you about that. Like, you probably spent more time there than 
anybody we know. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, and that was another thing I rigged too. I didn't rig it, but basically it was like talking with James Dunlop and Kalani and Shane Magnuson and all those guys. They were like, hey, we're looking for investors. Um, you know, we can work out a commission with you. We know, you know, you have contacts and kind of always on the move. So, hey, if you bring someone in that wants to invest, yeah. we're looking for X amount of millions, you know? So at that point, <laughs> they can hear this now, but I was like, hey, I'm just going to start telling guys, hey, act like you're interested <laughs> and I'll get you a couple <laughs> we'll hours in the pool, yeah. you know? And next thing you know, my, fam- my wife's side of the family ended up running a house out there. Yeah. So I ended up kind of relocating to Palm Springs for like three or four months during the pandemic. That is amazing. Um, and then um, I was just having guys come. And some guys were legit looking at investing. Yeah. And other guys weren't. Yep. But I felt like as long as a few of them were, I didn't feel as guilty. <clears throat> no. So, I mean, I was surfing that place at least three to four days but a week. Dude, I kept seeing and, your and, fucking and, feed. I'm and, just and, like, and, what? And the, and the cool story is yeah. one guy came in and he didn't invest half. Or he did the whole thing. Wow. wow! And and obviously I got I, that was I, your I, I, that was mine, and I got commissioned on it, and I ended up taking shares. Yeah, because I want to be a part of the pool. Yeah, you know I, I love Shane and what those guys are doing, and I obviously it's Palm Springs. It's the first wave pool that's not kind of in some shithole. Yeah, for you, you know. And uh, so Dude. I ended up pulling that off in the midst of the pandemic, and that was kind of the biggest deal that I'd ever helped kind of. So so we're talking to an owner. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I yeah. guess a shareholder. 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 So so by, you know by default. We had red tide here, yeah, yeah. Of and K Rock, yeah, and now we and, have and Alper, and Alper, yeah, yeah, and I'm sure we're gonna get Matt Belden on too. Well, you, well, you gotta have Belden. We're the official yeah. podcast for the, the PSSC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna be blowing that place up. <laughs> yeah, Not that you guys need help, but yeah, you we're do. getting paid in waves. <laughs> we're getting paid in. So, so the cool thing is like to be pulling that shit off during the yeah. pandemic, like. Especially that kept obviously my morale up to where yeah. I'm like, hey, even even if we're in a dark place in the world right now, like I'm just gonna focus on all this other stuff because yeah. getting caught up in how dark things were in the world with the riots and you know the George Floyd stuff and yeah. and all that, I was like, fuck, I can't control any of that. Yeah. I can just control my destiny. Yeah, and not to sound selfish, but it was like to fight with people about. All the different political stuff going on, the election yeah. and all that stuff, it just was going to do me no justice. So yeah. I just started, I just decided to to focus on what I was in control of, and, yeah. and that was, you know, my life. That's and snap always forward, the and right thing it. to do. <laughs> and that, and so yeah. speaking of investment, and I kind of I wanted, you know, to talk to you about one of the guests that we both know that we had, uh, Lou Carrion, and how, you know, first of all. Tell us how you guys met. Well, we met on a surf trip in Cabo. I think it was like 18. And it was for Dan Taylor Surfboards. They sent a bunch of team riders down together. And we stayed at uh, the, Greg, the Giddings Resort. You know, the Giddings yeah. family has a, had this mental hotel down there. And we got like the penthouse. And it was <laughs> it was insane. And um, So you guys were just grounds when you first we, met. Yeah, we were just grounds. We were just 17, 18. We met on that trip. Uh, we got along super well. Um, we had a really good time down there. We let loose. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I never saw him again. And then, um, you well, know, why would you? He was up in LA, yeah, like yeah, yeah. showboating with the Paris Hilton's of the world, ex- and exactly. So, <laughs> well, there's a lot of shit that happened in between. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then there's a lot of shit that happened to me too. We yeah. both went to dark places, you know. And um, and then my brother, who was the photographer on that shoot, who met Lewis on that trip. Ended up becoming the um, photographer on the surf trip. Yeah, my brother's okay. fat bastard. 
Um, he was a photographer, and I, and I basically told him, um, I'm like, hey, if you do photo credit, Louis Doolian, like, yeah. you're just another photographer. I'm like, put a little marketing spin on it, and we call you fat bastard. Everyone's going to remember that photo credit, you yeah. know, and you're going to stick out a little bit different than oh everyone. Oh, my gosh. And he kind of ran with it, and it worked. You know, some people today, like, still remember photo fat bastard that's awesome you know and um, so and he's classic. not fat anymore he's you know he's yeah. gnarly jujitsu and it, it's classic so he can look back and laugh but he's a collector of lewis's art yeah and he's like hey logan you got to link up with lewis he surfs you know he he's uh he, he's off the shit he's doing really good and you're off the shit and you're doing good you guys yeah. got a lot of stuff in common be cool for you guys to link up so he ended up putting us on a text shot a few texts back Somehow the pool came up in Palm Springs. He said, Dude, I've never surfed a pool. I was like, fuck, we're going to Waco. Yeah. Next week with the snap crew, we got room. You want to come? And so he came, and we just kept in touch ever since. He came back on a second trip to the wave pool with us, and, and then he hit me up. He's like, hey, I'm doing this CBD company, and I really want you to be a part of it. I want you to be um, a partner with me on it, and you don't got to put anything in. I'll cover that. I just want you to do what you're doing with all your other stuff, with your resources and yeah. your contacts. And to be honest, the CBD thing, there's just so much of it going on yeah. that I was like, I'm over kind of this, I was over the CBD thing because I feel like it's it's really saturated to a point unless you do something different. Yep. But because it's Lewis and because I really like what he represents and um, that obviously like he, he brings something different to the table than myself. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, whatever Lewis does, he wants me to be involved. Like, I want to partner up with him because, yeah. because he's just the man. And um, I think it, it always... Uh, We'd always have a, uh, a good chance because he's got a great work ethic and uh, Rolodex and resources and all yeah. that stuff. And, yeah. if, you know, we team up. I felt like we'd have and a lot of potential. You guys are both yeah. fucking gnarly thinkers, you yeah. know? You're both gnarly. Yeah, I think we make for a good team, you yeah. know? And we'll, we're going to find out. So, yeah. yeah. So you're, you're investing and in, in you're doing your research and you're in it to win it. And yeah. you're, you're going to... You're going to problem solve and make so it what's work. what's it called? It, it, it's called Surfa. Originally, it was called New Wave, N-E-U Wave. And for some reason, trademarks, whatever, it, it didn't happen. So he went with Surfa, which is S-E-R-F-A. And then, obviously, the goal was to get one major surfer behind it. I said, who do you want that I work with, whoever you want? We can probably make it happen, obviously. Yeah. They're going to have to have, you know, um, they're going to have to be compensated well for it. And he's like, I want Mason. And I said, I'll get you Mason. And then we, you know, brokered the deal and negotiated with Mace and made yeah. sure he was happy with it. So it's Lewis, Mason, and myself. Yeah, he gave Three us. Three amigos. Yeah. He, when we interviewed him, he gave us some samples, and it's great. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and he, he produces it himself. So that's yeah. another good thing is, like, you know, it's what it, it's like farm to food to mouth or whatever you yeah know, farm, to table. Farm, farm to table yeah. you know and it's the same thing for lewis lewis produces this hemp and this cbd yeah uh you know on, on his own he doesn't outsource it yeah and i thought that was insane you know yeah. what i mean so it's something that i can get behind and um i, I feel like fuck I, I would love for anybody to resort to using cbd rather than painkillers and opiates and pharmaceutical shit Especially with what I've been through uh, with my, my opiate addiction that I had and, yeah. and stuff. So I'm, you know, even if I'm personally not using the CBD myself because I don't have an injury at the moment, yeah. I'm super pro 
CBD yeah. because yeah. Uh, I think it's a great solution for for pain relief. Yeah, inflammation, but you know, yeah. the whole deal. I mean, we're, we're the pharmaceutical companies will tell you it's it's bad, you know, yeah, and that the course. pills are good. And, yeah, yeah, of course. And, and but but I mean, there's so much testimonial out there, and and even though it's not an FDA, like again, it's all it's, it's yeah, not that, pharmaceutical. Yeah, yeah. it's I mean, natural. What's it's good. beautiful about the story is we both late night with Chalky has had both of you on. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and here you guys, you guys have a connection. That's our connection. Yeah, but you guys had prior connections, and now you're connected with this new company, right? Yeah, Surfa. Yep, and we're gonna launch it that night at the world premiere. And Mason, Mason, <laughs> Mason. Uh, I don't know, spoiler alert, but Mason's putting together basically his career wipeout highlight reel, and you can imagine what that looks like between oh, all the my, rocks yeah. and all the shit that yeah. You know, yeah, he's ain't shit a lot of times. He's yeah. fucking had some. And all those wipeouts. What what do you use for for wipe it out afterwards? CBD for relief. So there's there's no better ambassador. CBD. There's no better ambassador yeah. for for CBD than Mason. And when you see his highlight reel, which I think is going to be psycho. Yeah. Uh, you know all the stuff all over the rocks and just all this shit. I mean, I think he could end up being one of his most entertaining edits, personally. Oh my gosh! And so we'll, a wipeout section. Yeah. <laughs> and remember they, that was part of the sure to be forever growing up. Momentum and all those had that was the sickest section. It was yeah. a, it was the TNA beat shots yeah. and I'm, it was the I'm surf gonna, and the wipeout section. I'm gonna preclaim that you know this this Mason wipeout highlight reel could end up being one of his biggest hits on his YouTube. Yeah, for sure, without right. a doubt. I mean, right. what what gets a hit? So, the guy's on 100 yeah, foot slams. waves, yeah. and then the guy's getting slammed, you know? Yeah. like yeah. And, and, and nobody's eating shit on rocks and dry reef and doing that like Mace. Oh Dude, he's God. putting on shoes to get out to some spot, <laughs> yeah. and then he's throwing them back to the to Shell doggy <laughs> Mike, you, know, you, should, you should wear those. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, I'm super excited about that as well, and yeah, I just want to keep, keep the momentum and keep things going. I, it's, I don't think it's healthy to stay stagnant or stay content. So No. That's it. But... Yeah, I mean, this movie is so highly anticipated, oh my and gosh. you know, like I said, the premise of it of giving back to the to the the, the athlete, the film, you know, like making it like rewarding. Oh, it's a, it's a competition within a movie. Yeah. So I, I feel like it's got obviously a, a little bonus uh, aspect to it, where you know I think everyone's excited about the movie. Yeah. And then I think it also brings an exciting aspect of like. Oh shit! Who's who's gonna have the best part? Yeah, yeah. you know. And I, th- I I feel like personally, like Mick, Taj, Bobby, like I feel like they're gonna have their work cut out for them. Yeah. How long do they have to make their decision? I'm gonna give them the movie for like a month. Okay. I'm gonna let them watch the movie as much as time. And it's funny because I know Mick's gonna be stoked to watch it because you know Mick's a surf fanatic. Yeah. And I and Taj, you know, he's made some of the best surf movies ever. Yeah. They're not nope. gonna know each other. Each other's scores. Yeah. Nope. They won't see each other's scores, and they won't be communicating about it. Because um, but you're gonna give them a month. But I'm gonna give them a month, and they might turn their stuff in in a week or two weeks or three weeks. But I'm gonna give them at least a month. Yeah. And, uh, but it's funny because Bobby's the one that's the most excited. Yeah. From, yeah, but I'm in touch with Bobby more than the than, than Macintosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Bobby's amping to well, see the movie, which I, is really I, cool because Bobby's usually not. Bobby usually don't give up. Well, well know, a lot of surf related stuff. But yeah. He, but he's psyched to see the movie. But but knowing everybody knows. Bobby's career and his personality yeah. and, and and how he you know voices his whatever he thinks whatever yeah and there's no there's a no BS no sugar coat no with, sugar with Bobby Martinez yeah and, and that's kind of what I talked to Mick about when I'm like he's yeah. like mate someone's gonna hate me or whatever if I don't you know I was like yeah. oh don't worry nobody's gonna know their well, scores are we're they gonna, 
we'll blame it on Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> and he loved it, you know. Yeah. yeah, that was classic. But I mean, Nick, Nick, I mean, and ta- I mean, that's just it's a, it's a gnarly judging panel. I mean, yeah, I don't how many gonna... surfers are they going to judge? Well, fourteen, right? Damn. But I would say to be totally transparent, I want to say there's about eight, nine parts that I feel like are in the running. Some guys had other projects going on. Yeah. Some guys had injuries. Yep. Some guys other had um, other variables to where they weren't able. You know, like um, he, like Ian Crane, like has his beachhead yeah. thing going. He was also working really hard with the Reckless Isolation. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kolohe's movie. Yeah. And then not to mention, he just stayed in Indo and he's doing his own movie. Yeah. So he had other projects, so he wasn't going all in like some of the other yeah. guys. Um, and then like Carlos Munoz does now have his own filmer. First of all, yeah. He he had a plethora of injuries. Um, you know. It just all depends on each guy's circumstances. Yeah. So I want to say out of 14 sections there, I feel like there's about eight to nine that could go in the running. And I feel like there's probably at least eight that could go either way. Hey, hey, Lyndon, um, maybe we should do a little little side giveaway for, for, uh, you know... A first, second, third, or a trifecta bet, or a winner. You be fantasy surfer, kind of in a way. Fan- Who, fantasy snap throughout throw, throw a late night with chalky fan- times fantasy snap yeah. for fantasy yeah. surfer. You know, and we'll, and we'll, and we'll you know. Who, who do you think is going to be the winner? You know, who's yeah. going to have the winner part of the top three? You know, like maybe you'll have a couple so, of different so care packages. What, what's the money breakout? 50,000 50, for first, yeah. 20,000 for second, 10 for third. And then there's bonus 10,000 for best barrel, Bonsai Bowl's best barrel, 10,000 for the monster maneuver of the movie. Wow. So we'll flip it on you guys. Who do you think is going to win? Right now, on the spot? Yeah. Mine's Jack Robinson. I'm tossed. I think my my top three. Yeah, what's your top threes? My top three is Jack, Baron, and Mason. Like, I think those are the three. And, I mean, looking at the, you know, I'll tell I don't you, know. I'll, you go with your top three. I'm going to go Jack. I don't know why, but Benji Brand's up there for me. Mm-hmm. Smart choice. <laughs> Yeah. And then Goofy. Well, not I mean too kidding. like for instance Bobby loves barrels, right? Yeah. So I think he's gonna reward barrels very high. Okay. And fucking Yeah, here's here's the list. So let's go through the list for those uh, okay. at home that don't know. Jack Robinson, Parker Coffin, Zeke Lau, Benji Brand, Sheldon Paishan. Paishan, thanks Sue. Uh, Mason Ho, Clay Marzo, Asher Pacey, Ooh. Josh Moniz, Ian Crane. Ooh. Uh, Seth Moniz, Bear Mamiya, Ethan Osborne, Carlos Mino, Munoz. And Salmon Boy. And Salmon Boy. <laughs> salmon Boy. Yeah, I'm going to say, that's I'm gonna a, say Benji Brand and then Mason Ho. Those are my three. Three. So what did you say? Jack? Jack, Benji, Benji Mason. Oh, those, are, those are smart. Uh, I, I'm going to say, too, that uh, obviously I think it's also going to depend on the music selection because you know I've been super hard with the guys on the music because yeah. I, I'm warning them that as far as my one stipulation with the thing is because the m- music to me is just as important as the surfing. Definitely. Because yeah. this is like surf porn. You, there's two elements to this thing. Yeah. It's 
good footage and good music, and that's all you need. There's no bells and whistles. You won't see any rainbows. You won't yeah. see any waterfalls. You won't see any flowers in this movie. Yeah. Each guy's only allowed to use, at the max, two slow-mo clips. This thing's fast-paced. Nice. It's basically, like, obviously off my inspiration of, like, Taylor Steele's movies, like Momentum, yeah. and the Lost movies. Yeah. You never saw any of that shit in those movies. Yeah. You know, It was just hardcore surfing yeah. with great music. Right? So... The only stipulation I told him is no mumble rap. I just yeah. can't, can't have that. I know, the kids, I know the kids love it <laughs> yeah. and stuff, but but not in my movie. And so I worked with each guy on their song. and made sure that I had to approve it. Um, and so I think it's going to boil down to also mm. to who picked the best track that goes along with their surfing. Um, so for those... Okay, I see a website to buy the... the Tickets. tickets and that, those things are going to be gone real yeah. soon even though we just got bumped up to a, um, a 500 capacity larger venue yeah the online tickets are going so fast i have a feeling by the time this comes out they're gone you're going to probably want to rush to the frog house bonsai bowl or bear flag for the last printed tickets okay yeah so bear flag not, bonsai bowls frog house frog and house. if you did want to try and go online the links in the snap for bio or my bio at uh, Logan Doolin. Yeah. Um, but it's, and it's www.cseetickets.us backslash snap4. Yeah. And we'll put this in our bio that week. Yeah. 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 And, okay. and too, also, the benefit of going to the stores, aside from supporting your local Support businesses, your local is, is you avoid paying the taxes and the additional charges that you have to pay online. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So go support your local. Uh, business. Yep. Heading to the Fair Frog flag, House. Bonsai, Frog House. Yep. Dude, that like it. roster. I know. Yeah. Now that I'm looking it over, it's and, making and, me and, think. And, and, and I, we, we can't sleep on Marzo because yeah. Marzo doesn't put Marzo out a lot of stuff. right there for me, too. And, yeah. and I'm telling you right the now. Other, the other two would be Asher and Clay, yeah. for sure. Yep. Like, so, but so, I'm, I am I have my favorites. You know, guys, I, I, you know, like, of course. admire style and, and, and flair and flow. And, and you know, like, everybody on that list is gnarly. Every you know another thing too is like okay Seth's on tour, and he's in the limelight a lot more. But like wait till you see Josh Moniz's stuff. It's yeah, fucking psycho. Like well, it, it's what, what I really love about the mix of dudes is you've got you know WSL people, and then you just have underground guys yeah. that people know about, but you know they're not in the limelight. But yeah. when you see them. On your feed, you're like, whoa, and that, that dude's gnarly. And that's always kind of been my yeah. mentality and theory as far as like, dude, when I brought Asher Pacey in, into the whole snap thing and I put him in the movie with Andy Irons or Mick Fanning or any of them, like, he held his own. It, he like, held no his way. own. And, and, and I think, you know, I, I, without me claiming it or whatever, like, that, that was a, a big uh, like kickoff for Asher's career. Yeah. You know, because when I went to Australia and I saw Asher surf for the first time, I came home and I'm like, Dude, I'm I'm gonna be working with this guy, uh, yeah. and like I'm gonna get him sponsored. I put him on Ruka, yeah, and I put him in the, in the Snap movies, and um, you know, and I think obviously his career just continues to evolve, and um, but I've always thought it's cool to get these guys that obviously are very high profile, and then get these guys that deserve to be high profile, but for one reason or another they just haven't had that yet, yeah, and. Um, you mix it together, and and I feel like it um, it's something different because usually you're just gonna go with guys that are on the WSL, the CT. They've got high profile names. You got ten of them. It's like a guaranteed slam dunk. But when you're playing with kind of more of these wild cards that are lesser known, um, I feel like it it's 
it also is a good look for myself because I'm ready to roll the dice with guys that aren't as high profiled and, and don't have as big a names. Yeah. But after their section comes out, you might look at them different yeah. from that point forward. Yeah. And I, and I like that, that, that breakdown and that like, you know, analogy because we, you know, we talked about earlier on like previous, you know, like branded movies, whether it was a Billabong movies, which in the day they were putting out movies, you know, every year. Quicksilver was yeah. doing it every year. Rip Curl was doing it every year. And then you had um, affiliated, you know, like a Taylor Still who was blanketed by a Hurley. And then, you know, they all had their pull, you know, or whatever sponsor to kind of like. Yeah. And this seems a little bit more like, you know, even killed, you know, like you don't have to rely. You just you know how gnarly these guys are and you're like man if they just had the opportunity to film for a year yeah like they're gonna blow minds yeah you know and that's all it is it comes down to this surfing there's no politics there's no like sponsor you know umbrella yeah i mean and, and you know exactly like i'm obviously very tied in with ruka you yeah. know but i've chosen to make sure that as far as the way the sponsorship works is that we're not we're not locked in with one brand, so we can't give other guys support. Yeah, I want to support all these guys. So Ruka has guys in it: Asher Pacey and Baron Mamiya. Yeah, you know, and then Rip Curl's got a couple guys in there, and Billabong's got a couple guys, and Quicksilver's got a yeah. couple guys, and Rourke's got Parker Coffin in there, and all that. So um, I feel like you're able to get all these brands together to push yeah. and promote and get behind one project, which is, I think, pretty rare. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's again. I think it boils down to it being an actual, really independent surf film. Yeah, you know, for sure. And, um, and what's really special about the Late Night with Chalky podcast and Snap Four coming together today is Logan is going to bless us with two VIP, VIP tickets. For the premiere, for the world premiere, Lyndon, not just VIP because you can't buy these VIP tickets. Yeah, they're not for sale. This is, yeah. These aren't for sale. And what is a VIP? Okay, well, the VIP basically is going to have you watching the movie with the rest of the guys in the movie and all the media. And uh, oh, dude, he had his phone it, on. We got to cancel this. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's my wife. You can't cancel. No, the boss lady. Come back to haunt you. Um, but then after, it's going to get you into the Surfa Snap 4 private after party. Woo! To watch the wipeout section. To watch the wipeout section and to hang with all the guys in the movie and the media and friends and family. And uh, that's it. So yeah. um, And that and that's not open to the general public. That, that's just for everybody in the movie. And um, so Dude. it's a double VIP. It's going to get that. you a VIP to the world premiere. Yeah. And it's going to get you a VIP to the Snap 4 Surfa private after party and you might just be hanging with late night and chalky as well and hey, you're not doing this for any other podcast right <laughs> no, we're the only ones right not at this point <laughs> not this week and, and, and we're going to be hanging in the vip area too right so our listeners can get up close and personal with late night and chalky this that that's going to be I don't know how we're going to give this away. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's up to you guys. Yeah. Um, and they're not tickets. These are bracelets. They can't, they can't um, be replicated. My Venmo is J. <laughs> Just kidding. And, and these bracelets can't be replicated. Um, so they're not tickets. And these yeah. bracelets will get you into the VIP section of the world premiere. And it will get you into the private party that is... Um, at the Westside Museum in Costa Mesa. Oh, cool. Uh, at 729 Farad Street, Costa Mesa. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. That's where Colin Moran just had his premiere for his movie. Thunderbird. Yeah. Thunderbird. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Epic. So That's a great uh, venue. Tucked away. Shouldn't, shouldn't, should be able to handle the crowd. 
Oh, yeah. You know? It's a big enough space for sure. Yeah. So that's the, um, right after? Right after. Okay. Yep. Cool. And, and beeline straight there. Beeline. So if you win these tickets. Yeah. But to get tickets, you can still buy your own tickets. Yes. Foghouse, Bear Flag, Bonsai Bowl. And, and online until they're gone. And online until they're gone. Yep. And it's September, Saturday, September. Saturday night, September 25th. That's during the weekend of the U.S. Open. Uh, at Sea Legs, it's all ages. We're going to have a special live performance by Honor Nicotina, who's always had a song or two in the movies. Awesome. Um, and for those and of you who don't know where Sea Legs is, it's in Bolsa Chica State Park. On PCH. On yeah. PCH. Can't you can't miss it, but you have to drive into Bolsa Gate. Yeah, and yeah. if you don't have Google Maps or Waze and you yeah. can't punch it in, yeah. then... You're blowing it. Then you're yeah. blowing it. Don't buy tickets, but you have to buy tickets anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you don't show up if somebody else is taking a seat. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, it's exciting. I mean, again, they're, I think it's needed for, you know, the kind of industry and the buzz and what's going on. And, and there hasn't been a really good, you know, movie you know, premiere, you know, and I know, what is it, Isolation? Reckless Isolation? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And those guys are going. And those guys. A, those guys are on a tour bus on yeah. the East Coast right yeah. now. Yeah. They, you know, it's they, cool. It's, and oh, it's, it's awesome. I'm, sto I'm stoked for them. Like, it's yeah. not, to me, I don't look at it like, oh, those guys are moving, we're having a movie. It's like, to me, it's completely different. Those guys went on a one, two-month boat trip, absolutely scored the best mentality boat trip of all time. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, they got five of them. Um and obviously, this movie is done over two years. There's 14 guys. It's all section. There's money at stake. It's all section-based surfing yeah. all over the world. It's you know completely different. Yeah. Completely different. Yeah. But I'm just and I'm just I'm just setting the like it's it's good because the need, industry we, and the sport needs we, we it. Need, and we get, need more movies. Yeah. You know, and that's why like for me, I'm you don't have magazines. No. Nope. Nope. And I'm super you know, and I'm and super excited to see Reckless. I say it's gonna be insane. You yeah. know. And then two. Quick plug, I know Mason Ho's movie, Through the Doggy Door, is coming out, and that's about Sheldon Pichon's life of basically going The guy, from, he, he took care of him under yep, his wings from, from the West Side. from poverty to the pros, yeah. and uh, it's by Alani Media, and I know that the documentary is going to probably make you tear up and cry. It's going to be very inspiring awesome. and motivated. I've seen the trailer. It's insane, and I'm super excited for yeah. that to come out, and I know that they're premiering that. Um next week september 15th in san clemente cool um and so yeah there's a lot of good stuff coming yeah. out I, f I feel like there's more and more surf movies albie layer dropped a sick movie you know a couple months Rainbows. ago and yeah and, like uh, yeah, and, it, and it's it's all happening so yeah. I, th I think it's really cool we need it because yeah. need it. it makes well, up for the lack of surf publications and, and all that stuff so yeah. the more the merrier in my and opinion what's crazy is you know the silver lining in the pandemic right yeah. is there's more it's a, it's a blessing and a curse because there's way more surfers than there ever was. Yeah. And how do we keep those people engaged, right? And, it, and there's I think there's a higher demand for surf content yeah. too, you know, because some people are stuck at home yeah. or are stuck to just surfing their local break and uh, you know are spending more time behind their laptop. Are working a lot of people are are working from home more now than ever. Yeah. You know. Um, and uh, I think, you know, when you're at home and you're on your computer and, like, dude, why not take 15 minutes off and watch a cool edit or watch yeah. a surf movie or watch, you know, some good surfing. So, um, yeah, it makes you, yeah, makes it, you, makes you dream and, and want to travel and, and enjoy the, the fruits of life, you yeah. know, like, oh, I want to go to Something that Something to aspire spot. to, you know, yeah. and, and like you were saying, you know, there's no magazines. There's a lot of things that are, are gone that we as, you know, surfers, surfers yeah. you know, love to see. Yeah. And, you know, you guys 
first of all, let's 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 do that recap. Like, COVID happened. You were gonna launch this thing August, August two thousand twenty. Yep, last and, year. And it, it didn't happen, but that's even better. What well, gave us an extra year to film? Film and raise the stakes. Raise and make the stakes. It, yeah, make multiple levers, and it also built up the anticipation hype. and the hype for the movie. And um, so, you know, to be honest, and it sucks to say this because COVID and pandemics obviously had like a, a very, you know, gnarly impact on a lot of people's lives. Yeah. But for Snap Four as a project, and for me as a movie maker. Dude, it was kind of a like blessing. a huge yeah. blessing and opportunity. Yeah, yeah. You know, to, but to but reach because of who you are, you know, you have a a will and a drive to to do this, and you know, let's not forget the cool things that you did for other people. You know, Dan, you know, you fucking Daryl, you you made this guy's life that much better. You you uh. You made a wish come true, you know. Yeah. To someone less fortunate, you yeah. know. Yeah, and to me, to be honest, I'll always tell people the coolest thing that happened from Snap Four, no matter how successful or how not successful the movie is, the best thing that came of this movie is what we cohesively together as a, you know the surf community rallied together and did for this kid. And yeah. yeah, I spearheaded it, right? But it's it's because everyone came together and yeah. you know i mean dude we had people that had nothing to do with snap for you know uh like colohe andino or griffin colapinto or um you know alana blanchard or um you know kai lenny there was always people that that ended up reposting it and hyping it up and getting yeah. behind it you know and it, and and to me that's what makes me feel, you know, so grateful to be a part of this community. Of this community. Yeah. And it shows, you know, that obviously, fuck, we all want our ways and we're all selfish in our own ways because, that's you know, what that's, what, that's what yeah. we are. We're surfers, right? But at the same time, too, when it comes to a good cause and uh, pe- people can band together and we can we can change someone's life. Together. We need more of that. Yeah. We so, need more of that. We so that's the that. thing I'm the most proud of, yeah. hands down. Well, I think uh, we're, we're all excited, and we're going to – Jay and I, late night and I, will come up with the how, how the winners will win the VIP ticket. Um, but, dude, this has been amazing to sit down with you again and, you know – yeah, not many people can call back on for a second time. This, I is, think an, you're this the first. is an honor on my on my behalf. You're, you're the first uh, return guest. Uh, and, yeah, I, and I appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate the support and the kind words and having me on again. Oh, and, we, and we love what you've done. We love what you're doing, and yeah. we we're, we're excited to see this movie Snap Four. And dude, we're we're just like we're said, big fans. Like, and that's what yeah. it is. And again, no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> Yeah, you I'm know, don't feel, make I'm me not, walk out halfway out of my VIP seat. I'm, I'm not feeling it at all. So Snap Four, it's yeah. gonna premiere 925 Saturday night at Sea Legs. Yep, Bolsa Chica State Beach. Now it'll be on before uh, doors at 5:30. Nicotine is gonna be on probably around seven, and I'm guessing Snap Four will start around eight o'clock. Eight o'clock, and then the yeah. after party at West West. West Museum, West Museum, yeah. Costa, Mesa, Costa Mesa, and that'll kick off at ten o'clock. And you have to have a VIP bracelet in order to get in there. Yep, yeah, yeah. Well, Dude. we're we got some work cut out to figure out like how to, yeah, you know, give these two lucky people. Yeah, and uh, thank you again for supplying that. It's gonna, you know, stoke out two super fans for yeah. sure. And thank you for having late night with Chalky. 
you know, help sit promote it and sit down and promote and yeah. be part of it. And congrats, man. We're still yeah, congrats. Thank you guys so much for the support and having me on, boys. Anytime. Yeah. I'll come back for round three. Logan, Chucky, Julian, snap four. four. Peace. Okay. WaveKey was created by Brad Gerlach to help improve your surfing. WaveKey is a land-based systematic surf training method. For all surfers, for all levels. Check out wavekey.com. That's W-A-V-E-K-I.com. Wax. The wax that's found under all of the best surfers on the planet. You mean late night? Always under my feet. And Chalky? How do you think I pull those big airs? And layback Lars. And those laybacks. Wait, whoa, 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 we're not doing the 90s again, are we? I don't do those anymore. Foo Wax, the best wax in the game. Foo Wax. West Grill. Healthy Mexican food featuring local organic ingredients. They also have great salads vegetarian and gluten-free options. Wow. Yep. Don't they also cater and make party packs? They do. They have all your needs for all your events. Nice. Visit CalienteSouthwest.com. Or go to the restaurant in Costa Mesa off of 17th Street. Caliente Southwest. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please give us a five-star rating and spread the word. Special thanks to our good friends, James Williams for our awesome artwork and Justin Reynolds for the amazing music. 